Amen. Well, extraordinary time. Sorry, ordinary time, extraordinary days. This is one of those rare occasions when the text requires us to change essentially everything we do in our order, and you'll see why in a few moments as I lead us by reading through our text on All Saints Day. It's not just us here in this room or wherever we're at. It's the men and women who have gone before who have called Christ Savior and Lord and held unwaveringly to that even unto the harshest conditions and even through death. Our text is found in the book of Revelation. Revelation's kind of a spooky, the day after Halloween book for us. You know, Revelation wasn't written to frighten us. Revelation was written to comfort us, to encourage us, to spur us on to love and good deeds. This book is all about one's imagination. What we choose in our subconscious, interpsychic dialogues to have with ourselves about the way the world is and the way the world could be. This book is meant to awaken our imagination away from the despair of the moment, to recognize the hope of the present and even the future. My hunch is our imagination is a little too dwarfed in the present day, and we need a little bit more creative Holy Spirit imagination. Today is less about getting things right in the book of Revelation and more about getting things real enough to fire our spiritual imaginations and to encourage us forward in the midst, as our text will say in a few moments, a great ordeal. This text summons all of our senses. I want to point those out to you before I read the text. Imagine with me all of your senses being engaged when I read this text in a few moments. Let all of our senses become awakened and alive and real and attuned to what's actually happening in the, in the realm of God unseen, in the midst of what we see and suffer through. Our eyes don't need these. We have 2010 vision, better than perfect vision. Our eyes are lit up. We will see white robes and people waving palm branches, a symbol of joy and celebration and hope, hope and more hope. Our ears will hear the sounds of song being sung, sung by those who are pitch perfect and even those of us like me who are very much less than pitch perfect. We're going to hear songs sung by Pavarotti on Ariana Grande or your favorite musician like mine, Bono Vox. And I'm going to throw in my own squeaky version of what we sing throughout the morning as well. Our skin is going to feel the removal of the scorching of the heat. Our nose will smell the blood of the lamb. Our mouth will feel the cool, refreshing living water quench the parched, trapped, and chapped lip thirst. This book, Revelation, is a classic example of art. Art. Narrative. Poetry. God's story that stimulates rather than prescribes or even teaches or opines 
or diatribes. This book is about the comfort of the Holy Spirit imagination encouraging us to go forward in hope. Let's read the text. Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. After this. After this? After what? After this? After what? I looked. The writer of the book, probably John on an island in Patmos, and there before me was a great multitude that nobody could count. From every tribe and nation, people and language. Can you imagine? Dodger Stadium filled with countless numbers of people from every tribe and nation and language and, and place on earth. And yes, they were celebrating not the winning of the World Series, but being in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And they were standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around that throne and, and elders and four living creatures. And they all fell down on their faces before the throne. And what did they do? They worshipped. They worshipped God. And here's what they said. Here's the song they sang. Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Talk about a short little ditty. Talk about a praise song that went on and on and on and on. Then one of the elders asked me, are these in the white robes, who are they? And where did they come from? And I answered, sir, you know. And the elder said, these are they who have gone out of the great tribulation. Other translations call this the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve God day and night in God's temple. And the one who sits on the throne will shelter them with God's presence. And look at the reward. Because they went through the great ordeal. Be encouraged, PPC. Never again. Can you go back one slide? Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching Santa Ana heat with wind. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd and will lead them to springs of living water. Thanks be to God. A thin place, the curtain that veils heaven, is pulled back and we see. And my friends, they will wipe every tear from their eyes. Let's pray. Encourage us through this text this day, God.
May it lead us all to do one thing, to sing. (laughs) Just sing. Sing and sing and sing as we are going through a great ordeal. May it be so. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, I want to give us three truths about worship that comfort us this morning. Truth number one, we're all going to be okay. In our text, it begins with, after this. After this, I looked. What does this after this refer to? Well, it refers to this great ordeal that these beings... These martyrs, 144,000, 12,000 from every 12th tribe of the nation of Israel, they gather together. After this great ordeal, they all gather together. Are we going through a great ordeal right now? Mm hmm. We are. A great ordeal. Fires, heat, wind, hurricanes. Pandemic, diagnoses, economic uncertainty, political polarization. It's all a pretty big ordeal. It even feels like life or death. It actually is life or death for many. Our text is a thin place. The Irish like to call these Moments, thin places, where the line between heaven and earth is blurred. You too, they like to sing about this mysterious reality of the presence of God. They say there's no line on the horizon. Or they call it the place where all of the colors bleed into one. There's no more or any longer distinction between heaven and earth. They now merge and somehow become the same. And after this great ordeal, the believers are still alive. They're in the throne room of heaven, on the far side of complexity. No more hunger, no more thirst, no more sun beating down on them, no more wildfires or wind or viruses or economic uncertainty. There's living waters all around. Every tear is wiped from their eyes. Wow, just wow. We're all okay even unto and through death because of the Lamb of God. That leads to our second truth in this text and it is if that's not enough, this is the second gong, the bang of the drum that tells us what's happening here. We're all invited. Every one of us is invited. Everybody's invited. They, they come from the four corners of the earth to praise, to sing, to worship. They don't come here to this throne room on a stretcher, in a gurney, on life support. They come on their own volition, on their own two feet. They gather in this throne room of heaven and they sing and they praise and they worship. Everybody does. No one's left out. And it's repeated. A simple chorus. I love it. 24 hours a day for eternity. 24 hours a day for eternity. One simple little chorus. It's not a hymn with eight verses. All deeply theological. It's a praise song that goes on and on and on and on. 
you two used to sing, how long will we sing this song? And they got it from the book of Revelation, probably from this text. We will sing this song forever and ever and ever. Amen. There's no choir director. Sorry, Ryan, man. We love you. I love you, buddy. No chords, no notes, no instrumentation. It's all a cappella. Some can sing great, and some can sing not great. And it's a joyful noise, and it goes, and it goes, and it goes, and it goes. It was sheer gratitude, sheer thanks, sheer joy, sheer worship, sheer praise, sheer adulation by all. Think about that for a minute. Just imagine people coming from all corners of the, the planet. I even in my mind, as I let my imagination go, I, I see crawly things, ants, mosquitoes. Although I hope there's no mosquitoes in this place. I, I just see the whole creation praising. I see people of different languages and cultures praising and singing. And somehow they sing the same song. Somehow they just know to sing. Because it's a, it's a grand transformation. Nothing else that we've been all wrapped up around the axle about matters anymore. They sing a simple chorus 24-7. I want to be there. I can't wait. A commentator, Tim Tate, says this, in the midst of whatever's going on, believers always sing, day or night, desert or storm, whether in prison or free on the top of a mountain, they sing. And what do they sing? Salvation belongs to the Lord our God and to the Lamb who sits on the throne. Salvation belongs to the Lord our God and the salvation and the Lamb who sits on the throne. That's the chorus. Salvation belongs to the Lord our God and the Lamb who sits on the throne. 24-7, day and night, for eternity. We sing. We sing. Sing, PPC. Sing. Yes. Yes, we will. You see, the world tricks us into not singing. It tells us, I'm too young, I'm too old, I can't read, I can't read notes, I can't read chords, I'm out of tune, I'm out of pitch, I'll mess up the harmony. I don't even know what a harmony is. It doesn't matter. None of it matters, not one little iota. Why? It's a joyful noise. The four corners of the earth. Sing, PPC, sing. Yes, we will. And when we sing, we hear the words of the good news that are preached. They break the charred and craggy darkness of our, of our sarcastic and cynical heart. They let us breathe again. We're alive again. They let us love again, even in the midst of evil and war and elections and social unrests and famine and luxury and greed. Saints, saints, believers, four corners of the earth, we can't help but sing. So sing, PPC. Sing, yes. We will. 
Though there is sickness unto death, though there is persecution and hurricane and tornado and earthquake, while there's wildfire, getting so excited I can't speak, tsunami and state-sanctioned injustice, God comforts them. Why? Saints cannot help from singing in the midst of the great ordeal. Sing, church. Sing. Yes, today we will. Why do we sing? Because we can't help but keep singing. Because salvation belongs to the Lord our God and the Lamb before the great Creator. We hear the words preached. We hear the words proclaimed. We pray so that we cannot help but sing that raucously beautiful, hollering hootenanny, whatever that is, good news of God's final word reaching back into our lives where we live and where we breathe and where we move. By singing, we pay it forward. And we proclaim it out of tune as loud as we can. We sing for the courage to click on to here today one more day in the midst of the great ordeal and to put one more tattered foot in front of the other to live in the present while we always face the future. What future? This future. Sing, PPC. Today, sing, church. Will you please sing? And by singing, we receive the good news. That good news just oozes out of our vocal box in the form of soul song. And in so doing, we are renewed by the presence of the Lamb as the Spirit of God breathes anew life into our tohu, vavohu, formless and void existence. And we become new creatures again. Memory and hope. Memory and hope. Sing around the throne, and it reverberates throughout the entire cosmos in such a way that the air is cleaner, the sun is purer, and the water less polluted. The great ordeal will not stop us. The great ordeal will not phase us. The great ordeal, as big of a deal as it is, is really no big deal at all. And that's why we gather together today for our final call to action, which is sing, PPC, sing. Sing, church, sing. Get on your feet. Become presbycostal and sing because salvation belongs to the Lord our God and the Lamb who sits on the throne. (laughs) My friends, be encouraged as you get up and sing and dance. Sing, PPC, Sing. Amen.